At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Tatumberg back here with you. It is the look ahead on VCNV Sports Betting Network. And on Tuesday night, we will see history made in the NBA. As Steph Curry will take on the New York Knicks at Madison Square Garden, where he needs just two three-pointers to break Ray Allen's record as the all-time three-point king. He had five threes in the game against the Pacers on Monday night. So playing on the second night of a back-to-back, would Steve Kerr rest him? No, not going to do that. But playing in front of the crowd at MSG, nationally televised game on TNT, Reggie Miller, who's third on the all-time list, will be calling the game for TNT. It's going to be a special moment at MSG. Not only will it be a special moment for Stephen Curry and for the Warriors, I think it will be a moment of relief for both Curry and the Warriors. Steve Kerr said this, Draymond Green echoed it, and I believe Steph Curry will admit it, that this has weighed on him a bit, chasing this record. I think once he accomplishes it, he'll settle down and just play his game. I think over the past couple of nights, he's been forcing threes rather than just taking what's given to him. Because he wants to get this record. And it's it was never in doubt. He, excuse me, he was going to get it eventually. But I think he just wanted to get it over with. And for his teammates, they were wanting to get him the record. 
And so they might have been passing up shots or passing up different looks at other teammates to force feed Curry the the basketball. And while that's never a bad thing to get your best player the ball, I think that the team will settle down after Curry gets this record. Curry will settle down after he achieves this record. And then they just go back to playing Golden State Warriors basketball. They won here on Monday night against the Pacers, but they didn't cover. 102-100. The game before that, they lost to the 76ers. 102-93. I think in both of these games, Curry was forcing it, and his teammates were forcing it to him. He just needs two threes. He's going to get it early. And then I just think the Warriors go off. I think they're going to just easily blow out the Knicks after they get this monkey off their back. Here's what Steve Kerr had to say after basically acknowledging that this has been hanging over Steph. Quote, I think he's been trying a little bit too hard the last few games. Just trying to make threes and get this record. It will be a relief for him, I think, and for our team when he does break it. But I think he's just been trying a little bit too hard, and a lot of them have been coming out of blitzes, off pick and roll. He just needs to make the simple pass. He knows that, but he's kind of trying too hard to make a big play. Draymond Green said, quote, I think subconsciously you just want him to get the record. So even if you're not going into the game saying, I'm going to give Steph the ball every time, subconsciously you want him to get a three-up. That's always a good option, so it's not like you're trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. We play that way anyway, where we're trying to get Steph loose. So, everyone knows it. Everyone's talking about it. And once he gets these two three-pointers, which he might get on the first two possessions of the game, then everyone will settle down and the Warriors will go on to win this game. And they will cover the small spread, which right now it was at three and a half for the Warriors over the Knicks. That's where I think is going to happen. And I'll tell you what, I don't see the odds up right now, but I would bet on, you know, the whole first basket of the game. I'd bet Steph Curry get the first basket of the game. Because I can see if the Warriors win the tip, they get the ball right to Steph, he shoots a three. And there's your first basket. There's a chance, I think, this this thing, he's tuned into the game early. You're going to watch the game tune in early because he's going to get these two three-pointers very, very early on. And then I think the Warriors just roll from there on out. The only way I see the Warriors not winning this game and winning big is if Steph Curry gets the two three-pointers and then Steve Kerr benches him for the rest of the game because it's the second out of a back-to-back. But he's not going to do that. If Curry's playing, he's playing. And uh, Kerr joked about it, by the way, that he was going to rest Steph Curry on the second out of a back-to-back. I actually thought he was going to rest him on the first night against the Pacers, but Curry played. He had five three-pointers, five of 15 shooting. So he clearly uh, was forcing it a little bit. But he's only two three-pointers away. He'll get it against the Knicks, Madison Square Garden, playing in that arena in front of that crowd, always pumps up the opposing team, 
And I think uh, it's going to pump Steph Curry up. It's going to pump up the rest of the Warriors, and they'll win this game. I'll lay the points with Golden State at minus 3.5 over the Knicks. Uh, And then you have two other games on the NBA schedule. you got the Raptors at the Nets. The Nets are nine-point favorites. The Suns are at the Blazers. The Suns are coming off uh, a game here in L.A. against the Clippers. So uh, two games, uh, second night of a back-to-back for the Suns. Uh, This one, obviously, uh, going to be in Portland. They lost 111-95 to the Clippers. So do they bounce back from this loss to the Clippers and go out there and beat the Blazers. They are three-point favorites on the road, second night of a back-to-back. Always keep an eye before the game on player availability. That's like the biggest thing. Um, DeAndre Ayton obviously did not play in this game. Um, He, uh, I guess, uh, you know, with the whole COVID thing, which is really, you know, it's rearing its ugly head, man. Um, This thing is is not going in. It's it's not gone. It's not. Um, and okay, DeAndre Ayton was a non-COVID illness, but the COVID thing is not gone because the Chicago Bulls have had two games now canceled because of a COVID outbreak. The Bulls had their entire team basically with a COVID outbreak. And sticking in Chicago, the Blackhawks game, was canceled on Monday night. Now, the COVID situation happened to be with the Calgary Flames, who were the road team, but the Bulls and Blackhawks were both uh, having games canceled. And if this is a thing now, and we're going to have to start seeing more games get canceled, or you know, certainly players being out, I mean, we just seen in the NFL with all the players with the Rams and other teams that are out with the COVID issue, it's 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 got a, it's it's kind of eye opening. So always keep an eye on player availability. Yet yeah, Sting sometimes getting a bet in early. Like uh, last night, um, I was looking at the Sixers and I actually saved myself money because I wanted to bet the Sixers today. And I was thinking about it, and then I saw Joel Embiid not going to play. So um, changed my opinion on that game. And what happened? Sixers lost. Pretty big. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies won. What was the final score there? 126 to 91. Um, as uh, no Joel Embiid and no Seth Curry in that game for the Sixers. Oh, you find this stuff out late. The NBA, these things, they don't come down as early as uh, they do like in other sports. So always keep an eye on that. But for your three game schedule on Tuesday, I like the Nets, I like the Warriors. And I like the Phoenix Suns. I think that would be, you know, obviously you have to see who's available for the Suns. I might just stay away from that game if I don't know who's going to play and maybe just go with a uh, New York, not uh, not both New York teams because uh, the Knicks, I don't, I'm not going to pick the Knicks, but I'll go with the Nets and I'll go with the Warriors for a two-team, uh, maybe a money line parlay. If you do that, Warriors are minus 165. Nets are uh, minus 425 right now. So you're pretty much getting even money. It's minus 102 uh, for two teams that I believe will win rather easily. Getting close to even money is a a great bet uh, for your action there on Tuesday night in the NBA. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R.
for your futures in the NBA. Steph Curry is your favorite to win the most valuable player at plus 130. Kevin Durant, who had the 51-point performance the other night, he's at plus 450, your second favorite to be the MVP. To win the NBA Finals is the Nets at plus 240 as the favorite. The Warriors plus 600 are your second favorite. To win the Western Conference, uh, the Warriors are plus 280. The Suns are your second favorite at plus 400. Then the Lakers, Jazz, and Clippers at plus 1,000. I'll tell you, look, maybe it's this is like an L.A. themed show. I guess that's why we're going to talk to Daniel Alvari coming up in a few minutes. But, uh, you know, I talked about the Chargers being a good value. We opened the show with the Rams. Let me tell you something. The Clippers at plus 1,000 is not crazy to win the Western Conference. Especially if Kawhi plays. And I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to come back and play this season. But could you imagine if he does? And um, then, you know, getting them plus 1,000, the way that they're playing defense right now, I mean, whew. Clippers are a pretty, pretty, pretty interesting team here right now in the NBA, especially in the futures market. So maybe that is worth a look there if you're looking for a longer shot rather than the favorites of the Warriors, Suns, and Lakers. Once again, I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. The bowl season in college football starts on Friday. A quick look at some of the early spots that we like coming up this weekend. That's next, right here on The Look Ahead, here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs, 
Yeah, like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got, you know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot and now he doesn't. Mm -hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot. Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. But let's say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. The college bowl season starts this Friday, and VSIN has got you covered with our all-new bowl betting guide. Get matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. Whether you're betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key high-value props, the VSIN College Bowl Betting Guide can help give you an edge. Get your digital copy today for only $19.99 at vsin.com slash subscribe bowl season will begin in college football coming up on friday we have uh two games on friday it is the bahamas bowl which we played in the bahamas middle tennessee and toledo toledo is a 10 point favorite in that game and then the cure bowl which will be played in Orlando, Northern Illinois, and Coastal Carolina. Coastal is a 10.5-point favorite in that game. More games will continue on Saturday, including uh, BYU against UAB in the Independence Bowl. I kind of really like BYU in that spot. Uh, They are seven-point favorites. I think they covered there. Uh, Liberty has gone up to 9.5 now against Eastern Michigan, and... um, from all indications, you know, Malik Willis is uh, will play in that game. And, you know, this is his last chance to improve his draft stock. And he's going to be a first-round draft pick in this game, in this, in this upcoming draft. And so he has one last chance here to kind of solidify his stock and, and show the world on national television, why he's deserving of being a first-round drafted quarterback. So I think he balls out here against Eastern Michigan. One of the games that I wrote up for the VSIN College Bowl betting guide, which is available now, go to vcin.com slash subscribe, get your hands on that bowl betting guide, is the Arizona Bowl, which is between Central Michigan and Boise State. Uh, That game will be played... On uh, Friday, the 31st, New Year's Eve. And it's, you know, in the morning. Uh, I guess it pretty much will bleed into the college football playoff. Now, I don't know why they do this. I mean, the college football playoff it should be standalone games, but whatever. Uh, the Barstool Arizona Bowl will kick off at um, 1 o'clock Eastern time. And the semifinal game in the Cotton Bowl between Cincinnati and Alabama will be at 3.30. So, you know, it should be ending while the other game begins. Anyway, Boise State, Central Michigan. Boise State is a 7.5-point favorite in this game. Bowl games, no 
stranger to, you know, Boise State, no stranger to bowl games, as I said, uh, as I uh, what I mean to say. They have actually gone to bowls, or they've been bowl eligible for 24 straight seasons. That is the third longest streak in college football. 24 straight seasons of bowl eligibility. Boise State finished 7-5 and five this year. That's their most losses since 2013. And it's the fewest wins in a season for Boise State since 1998. Uh, the COVID-shortened season obviously excluded, so we forget about that. But here they are as the favorite in Tucson against Central Michigan. Central Michigan, 8-4 and four on the year. They came, you know, that one-point loss to Northern Illinois is the reason why Central Michigan didn't get to play in the MAC championship game. So there might be a little bit of, um, you know, motivation plays a factor when it comes to all these bowl games. We know that. Central Michigan might be a little disappointed to be here. Uh, they, like I said, came one point shy. That lost to Northern Illinois, keeping them out of the MAC championship game, and, and they believe that they should could have won that MAC title game. And uh, because Northern Illinois actually, you know, wound up uh, handling their business in the MAC championship game and beating uh, Kent State, so they probably feel uh, Central Michigan that hey, if we would have gone to the MAC championship game, well, we would have handled their business, especially because they beat Kent State in the regular season, fifty-four to thirty. So there might be a little bit of disappointment. Uh, for the kids playing uh, in this game for Central Michigan. Boise State, meanwhile, uh, could be playing with a little bit of motivation because, as I mentioned, this is their worst season. Seven wins. It's the fewest they've had since twenty uh, since 2013. Or the 7-5, most losses since they've had since 2013. Seven wins is the fewest since 1998. They're definitely going to, I mean, they definitely know that. This is something that people are definitely talking about in Boise. You know, it's not like um, there's an NFL team that kind of takes over the, the, the news cycle there or any professional team for that matter. All they talk about there is Boise State football. That's the biggest thing. And so, yeah. Everyone knows that this season was a little bit of a disappointment. That they were never really uh, the team that lived up to any sort of hype. Not that there was a lot of hype coming to the season, but, you know, you finish 7-5 and five overall, 5-3 five and three in the Mountain West Conference. You know, you lose to UCF in Week 1, close game. Lose to Oklahoma State by just one point. And... That's fine. Like, you lose to Oklahoma State. It's fine. Oklahoma State, great team this year. Went to the, you know, Big 12 championship game. They were a top 10 team. It's okay to lose to them by one point. You lose to Nevada, and you're not happy about that. Losing to Air Force, not happy about that. But this is a team that beat Fresno State pretty handedly and can make plays on defense. Offensively, they lack an identity. 
They um, only average about 120 yards on the ground per game. And Hank Bachmeyer has had a good season passing. He's thrown for 3,079 yards, 20 touchdowns, but eight interceptions. And that's the key in this game. If he turns the football over, they lose. And I know that it's simple to say that if any team turns the football over, they lose. But he has at least one giveaway in all five of their losses. So think about that. He's thrown eight picks. He has at least one turnover in all five of their losses. If he plays a clean game, Boise State wins. When he doesn't, Boise State loses. This will be the sixth all-time matchup between these two schools. Central Michigan leads the the series 3-2. to two. Boise has won the last two games because, you know, a couple of those games happened a long time ago before Boise State kind of came up on the scene before Chris Peterson's time. Uh, Boise State won 47-10 in 2000. Boise State won 26-10 in 2001. Boise State is 10-0 against teams from the MAC since the year 2000. Another note, as I mentioned, that Boise State can make plays on defense. They have gone under in 9 of 12 games this season, including 6 straight unders to end the year. 6 straight unders to end the year. Total in this game is 55 and a half. Boise is 7 and a half point favorites. My initial lean is the Broncos here. I think they have the motivation I think they have the defense necessary to make some plays. Central Michigan does scare you on the ground, though. So it's not like they're going to be throwing the ball a ton where Boise State can cause some turnovers or whatever. Central Michigan, they average 33 points per game. But Lewis Nichols, the third, is their running back. He rushed for over 1,700 yards this season and 15 touchdowns. And their quarterback, Daniel Richardson, does not make mistakes. 23 touchdowns to five interceptions this year. The best touchdown to interception ratio in the MAC. So if they run the ball effectively, they don't turn the football over, Central Michigan's going to put up a fight. Uh, I would lean the under, but this is an interesting game. I, I don't, you know, like I said, I lean Boise State, I lean under, but this isn't exactly the runaway Boise State blowout win that you would think it would be just because of the name recognition, right? Boise is obviously a more well-known team because of their success uh, for the past several years rather than Central Michigan from the MAC. I bet you, you know, non-college football fans don't know this team's nickname is the Chippewa. So that's going to be the Arizona Bowl on December 31st, one of two games that I have written up in the bowl betting guide available on vcin.com slash subscribe. Let's talk about the City of Angels. Coming up next with Danielle Alvari, host of the Los Angeles CityCast. Coming up here on The Look Ahead on vcin, the sports betting network. This is The Look Ahead on vcin, the sports betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available on vcin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. 
Head to vcin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vcin.com slash NFL. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. Let's head out now to the City of Angels where we welcome in Danielle Alvari, host of the Los Angeles CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers for us here at VEASAN. And Danielle, after this Monday night football game, I'm sure a lot of people's opinions have changed on the Rams. I asked you last week if they were worth buying the dip, buying low on the Rams after that three-game losing streak and then a ho-hum win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Are you now buying into this Rams team moving forward? It's tough for me. It's still tough for me because I think they show up in these big moments where they need to, which is the kind of team you want to bet on in the playoffs. But as it pertains to the rest of the games for the season, I think that they understand how important they are. I mean, we heard Stafford after the game. He said, this doesn't really mean anything if we go now the next couple of weeks and don't win our games that we need to win. So I am a little bit more confident in this team, especially doing this shorthanded. But we see so many silly mistakes when they play uh, good good teams normally. So this is a little bit of an aberration for them. Can they win out and put some pressure on the Cardinals in this division though? That is the question, right? That's the question on everybody's mind right now. I do think after what we saw tonight, they're fully capable. They obviously have the personnel to do it. We obviously have the coach to do it, Sean McVay. I'm really impressed with the with the decisions that they made, and especially on such short notice. It almost, I think, worked to their benefit that McVay had to get really creative. He said, oh, man, are you kidding me, when he found out just a couple hours before that he was going to be missing Higby as well and Jalen Ramsey when he already had a slew of other guys out with COVID protocol as well. So he's been really creative. They've done a good job of adjusting throughout the season because they definitely had that drop off right in the middle when they faced the Cardinals, the Titans, and they've really tightened things up. And so from here, it is looking up for the Rams. And like everybody says, they're trying to win now. When you look at the adjustment that they've made over the past couple of weeks, going with more heavy personnel featuring Sony Michelle in the running game, do you think this benefits them moving forward? It makes them a more dangerous offense because the more they run the ball effectively with Sony Michelle, it opens up the play action game for Matthew Stafford, which he's so good at. And I think teams, you know, that are used to just saying, okay, we're going to defend Cooper Cup. Now we have to defend Odell Beckham Jr., not really paying much attention to the Rams' running game. Absolutely, and they're going to get Henderson back in the mix as well, and that's going to take some pressure off Sony Michelle. And before, they were kind of having trouble because they were sort of a one-trick pony, which we weren't really used to seeing from this Rams team. Usually we're seeing a more creative offense. Now we're starting to see that again. They were just sticking to that three-wide receiver offense early in the season, and I think Part of that is chalked up, of course, to injuries, whether it be to their tight end or they lose a wide receiver, they bring a new one in, OBJ, and now things are all kind of gelling. And so I do think now that they have everything kind of moving smoothly, getting that run game going, like you mentioned, getting Daryl Henderson back into the mix is only going to benefit this team and make them that much more difficult to beat. All right. How do they avoid the letdown next week? Because that's obviously something that everyone's going to be talking about. You come off this emotional high of beating the, the, the division leading best record in the NFL Cardinals. And now you're home against the Seahawks. Yeah. And it's a short week, right? And the Seahawks are not happy with where they're at either. And frankly, I don't know what to think of the Seahawks team because they're up, they're down, they're left, they're right. Uh, they do have a really nice win against the Texans, but then why are they keeping it so close against teams like Washington or losing to them really? So 
It is a letdown spot. It is a short week for the Rams, but I do think that they're acutely aware of the situation that they're in now. At least Matt Stafford is, and that's who's leading this team. So I do think that they can get this done. Talking to Danielle Alvari, host of the Los Angeles City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers here on The Look Ahead. I'm Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Let's go to the other team in town. Let's talk about the Chargers. I already just placed my bet, plus 1050 on them to win the AFC. Uh, why am I crazy or not crazy, Danielle? The AFC, I'm not going to call you crazy because you hit a crazy good parlay teaser, teaser already. Card, so yes. I'm not, yeah, <laughs> but nevertheless, nevertheless, 13 teams. So I'm not going to call anything you do crazy, but <laughs> that is bold. I have to say it's a bold move. Uh, I know that we've seen the Chargers already beat this Chiefs team, but these teams are kind of opposite in terms of how their seasons have gone, right? The Chargers off to a really hot start, started four and one, and then went four and four in their last eight. And then you look at the Chiefs side of things, started kind of with a stumble, bumpy road. People are like, who is this? Super Bowl curse, whatever, what have you. Uh, but since then, they've had a six game win streak. Who have they really faced in that time period is something to note as well. Of those teams and those six wins, really just the Cowboys was the only top 10 offense that they faced. So that's something to keep an eye on as well. How are they going to look against this Chargers team that has an 11th ranked offense and knows how to get the ball going that way? So I am expecting a really high scoring game here. I think we're both are, uh, but I am concerned at how quickly the Chargers are going to be able to get it going because that's something that they've struggled in is scoring early. And so they start to fall behind at the beginning, and then they're going to be playing from behind. So for that reason, obviously a lot resting on this game. You said you took an AFC West future here. Not an I, AFC, I, what, took, I took an AFC to win the entire AFC. You took an AFC. Yeah, that yeah. makes well the odds make a little bit more sense. Or what? <laughs> like what possessed you? Why? Because it comes down to this one game, in my opinion. And if they win this game, they're winning out. Because they're going to be favorites against the Texans. We know that's a cakewalk. They'll be favored at home against the Broncos. And then they're going to be favored against the Raiders. This is a team that if they beat the Chiefs on Thursday, they finish the year at 12-5. and five. So they're at least going to be the three seed in the AFC playoff with a home game. There's a chance that 12-5 and five actually makes them the two seed or dare I say the one seed. And if you're sitting here with a plus 1050 ticket on a team that's a one seed or two, three in the AFC playoffs, I'll take my chances at, at that point. Plus, I, I basically have the entire Chargers team on my fantasy team. So I've been watching them all season and I've, I'm in love with them. What can I say? Not biased, not biased at all. Actually, in my fantasy, I had Kyler Murray on the other side for me tonight, and I had Matt Stafford as my quarterback, but I was pretty much already locked up my win, but I just thought it was kind of fun because that was the actual Monday night football matchup. <laughs> but I love the number you got on this. I think it's great value, and I love the way that you laid this out. The only thing I would be worried about, really, are you not worried about the Broncos against the Chargers based on what you already saw so far? Not in L.A. If it's in Mile High, it's a different story. I think uh, indoors, you know. Because fast. L.A. has such a great home field advantage. It's, well, it's, it's the elements. It's not the crowd. It's the elements. I don't want, listen, it's I don't want this. weather. Why do you think I came back? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want this Chargers team going to New England and playing in cold weather in the playoffs. I don't want them going to Arrowhead and playing in the elements. But in SoFi Stadium, I think they're good. So that's why I think that if they beat this Chiefs team and they get a home game in the playoffs, then anything can happen. They can win these games indoors because we know that they're a finesse team. They've had trouble stopping the run, and Austin Eckler is not exactly a power runner. So if they can play their style of football indoors without the elements, I think they can beat anybody in the NFL. 
Sure. I think that unfortunately what worries me is that I think everybody knows what their style is and they know where their weakness is. And I think we all talk about their rushing defense every week. And even if we see incremental improvement so far, it's been against pretty lackluster teams. So I'm not really sure what to make of it until we see a real matchup like this against Kansas City's prolific offense. So this is going to be a telltale game for the Chargers. But will you take the four points with me on Thursday night? Oh, no, I'm already on the Chiefs. Already on the Chiefs. Already on the Chiefs. All right. Got them at three and a half. Let's, uh, Let's get into the NBA for a second. I talked about the plus 1050 bet on the Chargers to win the AFC. The Clippers to win the West are sitting at plus 1,000 right now. Would you consider taking a flyer on that? Absolutely. I think you could get a slightly better number, but here's the problem. I think the Chargers are, or not the Chargers, the Clippers are trending up right now. Mm-hmm. And I think what we saw at the start of the season, what's been working from them from the get-go is their defense. We saw that again versus the Suns tonight. I uh, knew this game was going to be an under game. That's what I ended up going with. I talked about taking the Suns in this because I thought the Suns were the more complete team. And it was interesting if you look at the box score, every single player on the Suns roster tonight got some points on the board. And on the Clippers side, 9 out of 10. So both teams showing up that way. And The difference really was that the Clippers were able to limit the Suns' offense. Now, of course, this is without DeAndre Ayton, without Devin Booker, so not a true picture here. But regardless, that Clippers' defense has been solid, with or without Paul George, mind you, as well, who was also out. So this Clippers team is trending upward. You're probably not going to get a better number than 10 to 1, even though I'd like something a little bit higher for something like that. But that's a great number, especially when you compare it to, you know, their counterpart in L.A., the Lakers, who you're never going to get a good number on and may or may not – Ever be healthy again. (laughs) Or young again, as we know that. Danielle, appreciate the time and the insight, and we'll be listening to the LA CityCast. Thanks so much. Thanks, Scott. There she is, Danielle Alvari, host of the Los Angeles CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers for us here at VSIN. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Plus 1,000 right now, available on DraftKings for the uh, Western Conference future for those Los Angeles Clippers. And uh, if there's a chance, and I'm not, it's obviously a slim chance, but if there's a chance that Kawhi plays at, you know, at the end of the season, I mean, that's just an added bonus to what this team has already been able to do. An impressive win against the shorthanded Suns. They were without Paul George as well. Defensively, this team can compete with anybody in the NBA, so maybe worth a little bit of a sprinkle, keeping an eye on the Los Angeles Clippers. Coming up next, we'll continue the football conversation. I talked about the Chargers being dangerous in the AFC, the Rams potentially in the NFC. Who else is a dark horse candidate here in the National Football League? I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's a look ahead here on VSIM, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. BetRivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and New York. Subscribe to your local city casts wherever you get your podcasts from. We just talked to Danielle Alvari, host of the Los Angeles CityCast, that we talked about the Chargers, the Rams, and yeah, the Clippers in the NBA as well. Scott Zadenberg here with you. It's the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. I placed the futures bet on the Chargers at plus 1050 to win the AFC because I think they are a dangerous team. And yes, that means that I have them beating the uh, Chiefs coming up here on Thursday night. The Chargers right now have the... Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tenth easiest schedule remaining in the NFL. Their most difficult games are against the Chiefs on Thursday and then against the Broncos, but they have the Texans and the Raiders as well. The Kansas City Chiefs, meanwhile, actually have the ninth most difficult schedule remaining in the NFL. They play the Chargers on Thursday. They play the Broncos, the Bengals, and the Steelers. I think the Chargers win this division. And I think that there's a chance for the Chargers to actually improve their seeding in the AFC. I think they win out. Barring, again, they lose as a favorite. I have them winning as an underdog here against the Chiefs on Thursday, so... If they can win as an if they can win as an underdog, they can lose as a favorite. So anything can happen. But for argument's sake, in my view, I have them winning. And so at twelve and five, I think there's a chance for them to rise up the standings in the AFC. At worst, they'll be the three seed because the AFC North champion will be the four seed. Can the Patriots or Titans fall to twelve and five? Well, the Titans have actually the fourth easiest schedule remaining in the NFL. They have their tough games are against the Steelers, not so tough, and the 49ers. Then they play the Texans and the Dolphins. The Patriots actually have the sixth easiest schedule remaining. They have games against the Bills and the Colts, which are difficult, 
but then they play the Jaguars and the Dolphins. There's a chance, okay? There is a chance. If the Chargers went out, and let's say the Patriots lose one of those games to the Bills or the Colts, maybe even both, and the Titans lose maybe to the 49ers, it comes down to a tie-breaking scenario, but the Chargers could actually get the one seed in the AFC. It's not crazy at 12-5. and Uh, But it all has to start with the win on Thursday against the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm banking on that. If that doesn't happen, this is all a moot point. And then it just comes down to they're going to make the playoffs, and they're going to be a wild-card team. It comes down to them as a wild-card team, seeing if they can make some noise, win a couple of games, and win the AFC, get to the Super Bowl. Actually, I'm really just hoping that they get to the AFC Championship game. Because if they get to the AFC Championship game, I'll just hedge out and bet on the other side depending on, obviously, what the situation is in that game. Uh, But what other team is dangerous right now in the NFL? A team that is not a division leader, that is dangerous. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts here for a second. The Indianapolis Colts are 7-6, and and they lost to the Bucs a couple of weeks ago in a back-and-forth battle. They beat the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo and just absolutely abused them, 41-15. to But when you talk about their losses here, let's just examine for a minute. They lose to the Rams 27-24. They lose to the Titans 25-16. They lose to the Ravens 31-25. They lose to the Titans 34-31, and then a 38-31 loss to the Buccaneers. They've been in every single game that they've lost. And so, looking at how they've played, how they're capable of playing, they are favorites against this Patriots team. And that should tell you something, right? Like the Patriots, who have won six straight games, Underdogs on the road against this Colts team. They're at the Cardinals. Could win that game as well. Raiders and Jaguars will be wins for them. This team wins out. They're 11-6. Playoff team and a dangerous playoff team. But 10-7 likely gets them into the playoffs as well. So should they lose to the Patriots or the Cardinals? I think they do finish 10-7. and Looking at the odds for the Colts to win the AFC, I talked about the Chargers. It's a bet that I've already placed in. The Colts to win the AFC is at, right now, plus 1,000, the same as the Chargers. The reason why I like the Chargers better is because of the opportunity that they have to get a home game to win the division, and the opportunity that they have to possibly go on to be a one seed or a two seed or the three seed. The Colts will not win their division. Even if they win out and they finish 11-6, and six, the Titans would have to lose three games out of their remaining four to lose the division. Because the Titans have this head-to-head sweep over the Colts, the Titans would have to lose three of their last four games. Titans play at the Steelers, home to the 49ers, 
home to the Dolphins at the Texans. Could it happen? Uh, I mean, it's mathematically possible, but unlikely that they lose three out of their last four. But it could happen. So I still believe that the Titans win this division and the Colts do not. So the Colts will be a wild card team. But this wild card team is dangerous. If all holds true to where they are now and the Colts finish with the sixth seed, okay, who can they not beat in the AFC? Well, right away, if you want to say they can't beat the, um, you want to say they can't beat the Titans because they lost to them twice, okay. They were in both of those games. But let's say they have to match up with the Patriots. Well, we're going to see that this weekend. The ultimate test. What about the Chiefs if they have to play them in the playoffs? Well, it's an interesting, another interesting game. Can they beat the Buffalo Bills? Yeah. They blew out the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Can they beat the Browns or the Steelers or the Bengals? Well, they lost to the Ravens earlier this year, 31-25 in Baltimore. That game, Lamar Jackson engineered a second-half comeback where they are assuming a fourth-quarter comeback where Baltimore scored 16 fourth-quarter points to send the game into overtime. And then in overtime, the Ravens scored a touchdown to win the game. They tied the game with 39 seconds left on a Mark Andrews touchdown and then the Mark Andrews two-point conversion. So the Colts showed this season that they can go into Baltimore and win a football game. I understand they lost that, but I just explained the circumstance there, right? Baltimore scored with 39 seconds left and got the two-point conversion and then won in overtime. Colts could win that game. Colts can go into Baltimore and win. They obviously showed that they can go into Buffalo and win. They were competitive against the Bucs. Lennon Fournette had himself a day, including the game-winning touchdown with 20 seconds left. They hung with the best team, arguably, in the NFL in the Tampa Bay Bucks, the defending Super Bowl champs. They beat the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. They should have beaten the Ravens in Baltimore. They beat the 49ers in San Francisco. They lost to the Rams, uh, you know, allowing a field goal with two minutes left. There's no team that this Colts team is afraid of. And if they beat the Patriots this weekend, people will start to take this team even more seriously. And maybe the Colts might be the most dangerous team in the AFC postseason. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. It's the look ahead here on VEASAN.
Whether you're betting totals, against the spread, props, or futures, the only place to start your NBA betting action is with the VEASAN basketball experts. Get the current lines for every game, plus betting splits, estimated scores, and power ratings. Our NBA experts, including Jonathan Von Tobel, provide youth and 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 Von Tobel, provide. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.